Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, everybody, I've got big news. I've discovered my new love, which is, wait for it, root beer flavored kombucha. Yum. Sometimes, just for fun, I like to add up the cost of all the subscriptions I pay for and hardly use, and then I attempt to cancel, but then get too flustered trying to remember my login info that I just give up and do nothing until the cycle starts all over again. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't have any money in my bank account. (laughs) Also, why won't my cactus stop growing? It's cute, but it's getting too tall. It's precarious. Can you trim a cactus? And while we're at it, who authorized the disturbing softcore Muzak you're forced to listen to while on hold with your gynecologist? Of all the times. Have such a good day. Hello world and welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do I like, I like try to like feel your vibes. Are you going to go up? Are you going to go alto? Are you going to go Is Sarah a songbird today or more of a Marlene Dietrich? (laughs) Hey y'all, how's everyone doing today? Are you having such a good one? Welcome to the show. Episode 187. I'm Heather Frank. I am Sarah Lane. This is the show that embeds the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. Yeah. Small talk and big talk and all the talks in between. We do. We do all the talks. Um, I, I was I was told recently, Heather, uh, speaking of that, uh, I because I say sometimes when I'm just trying to like summarize in a conversation, I go, you know, all the things, all the things, mm-hmm. all the things. And somebody recently said to me, it was like, you, I love how you say all the things. That's so. Like all the that's time. such a Sarah thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, is it? But but I never really thought about it until now. I, when I hear other people saying it, I'm like, oh no no no, it's not just You're me. Like, that's so me. I yeah. got, I got this from you know other people. Oh, 100%. Obviously, I say that a lot too. It's like it, or it's, it's like, like at the end of the day, all the things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all the things at the end of the day. Um, when uh when when all uh, things are said and when done when all else fails um uh-huh. uh a what is the um <laughs> hell in a handbasket hey y'all out there that are listening <laughs> Love hell in a hand if, if there's uh, it's my favorite so if um if you guys hear us maybe this could be a, like a drinking game or something um we could also drink you know root beer flavored kombucha but um maybe you guys can let us know what like little idioms and expressions that sarah and i maybe we say it as not ad nauseum maybe we have our favorites i mean you guys would know you listen to the show what do we what do we say way too often yeah we should maybe do like a annual poll of like yeah like a straw poll what do mm-hmm. sarah and heather say that is good <laughs> what do we say Bad. that is really grind your gears great sanya <laughs> Um, and you know, and whatever else, because we, for what soothes you? Yeah. I'd like to know what soothes you. Email us at have such a good day.com. But we were just uh, referring to root beer flavored kombucha. And I wanted to mention, Sarah, it's really funny that that's a discovery for you because I literally just discovered the Coca-Cola it's yes. a cola flavored kombucha. That's right. And it's totally bomb. And it has, I'm not sure about the root beer one, but the one I had has no all sugar these at mushrooms all. in it. Yeah, no sugar, but all well, the Well, I mean like two grams, but like, you know, it's, it's not really like drinking a Coke. 
But does it have all those adaptogen like mushrooms, like the reishi and the, cause that's the one I had. It was like, it yeah, had more yeah. like shroom action in it. So, okay. So for anybody who's like, what are you talking about? So, so the kombucha journey that I've been on, um, has been, gosh, uh, we're going on 20 years, not mm-hmm. even kidding. And, um, when I first discovered kombucha, it was when my dad it was still alive, but he had cancer and he was having a really hard time uh, keeping things down. Digestion. He had stomach cancer. So, you know, kind of uh, yeah. how it goes. Mm-hmm. But he had discovered this brand called GT's Kombucha. Now, GT's uh, probably not in every uh, shopping center in the world, but pretty easy to get. It's pretty mainstream. At the now, time, it was sort of a little known weird brand out of LA True. that like didn't even have, you know, all that much uh, you know, distribution. It was mm-hmm. like you could like it got into Whole Foods eventually, but even before that, like I had to go to like a co-op to get it and mm-hmm. my dad had told me like I don't you know, cuz he was trying like kind of everything, you know. <laughs> But the sink um, to try to, you know, mm-hmm. eat and, you know, get calories. And he was mm-hmm. like, sometimes I can't even drink water, but I can drink this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about it that like soothes my stomach. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I became sort of a believer in this particular brand. Well, um, over the years, I mean, I would buy cases of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap. You know, we're talking four to five dollars a bottle, you know, mm-hmm. and it used to be more like three. I feel like back in the day it, when it first came out, yeah. it wasn't, it's well, really more expensive now, like everything. Yeah. I used to, like, I would go crazy when I'm like, oh my God, I can get like a case for like $3 a bottle. Like I'm going to buy like three cases, you know, mm-hmm. and like save $12 overall type thing. Totally. Um, But uh, after, after a while, it kind of, I don't know, it just it became cumbersome to like keep chasing after this drink and... You know, I can also just drink water. Thankfully, water does not, you know, it doesn't doesn't disagree with me. And just sometimes sparkling water is all I'm really looking for. Like I'm yeah, looking for same. like water plus. Yeah. Um. And uh. But but every so often, you know, if I'm at the grocery store and something that has the GT brand, and you um, got a hankering for like just a different drink. Or yeah. Just you something. just you want something that's like refreshing, but not yeah. super sugary. I don't mm-hmm. want a soda. I don't drink soda. And, um, and it's, you know, and there were so many more kombucha brands at this point. And, yeah. uh, the last time, well, okay, not the last time that I bought it, but there were, you know, th- it had probably been, let's call it a year or so. And I just was just kind of off the kombucha train for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I picked up one of my, uh, my favorite flavors and I looked at the sugar content and I was like, whoa, holy balls. It used to be like two grams per serving and two servings per bottle so you're like okay mm-hmm. four grams of sugar in a whole bottle which is like very hydrating not a big deal and now it's like 20 and I, you know i'm yeah, like oh that's like, too much why would you do that and the weird thing is it doesn't taste more sugary to me mm-hmm. my palate like doesn't know the difference because it just tastes like kombucha but i'm like i don't want to drink 20 grams of sugar. like that's totally no. different to me like yeah, that's obscene. Yeah, I mean, listen, I you know I get my sugar in other ways, but I really don't like drinking sugar. I just don't. I don't either. There's something weird yeah. about it. Like it I'd rather hurts eat my cookies. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't really been you know hanging out with Gigi's kombucha anymore until 
the other day at my local mini mart uh, of all places which doesn't really have like a lot of health food <laughs> they have this new line which is like the cola as you mentioned heather mm-hmm. and the root beer kombucha that's like like yeah the new thing is like mushroom elixir yeah and the whole idea is that mushrooms. yeah you're you know you're supposed to i don't know like be happier and healthier you know, yeah, and like who all even knows if, if that stuff like, like even comes through in like a probiotic. Yeah. I mean, I, I just wonder about any supplement. I mean, sure, we get nutrients, various nutrients from food. So I would imagine that different kinds of mushrooms might have different qualities. We're just kind of trusting that they do. Um, but, you know, yeah, like one is for stamina, like another one might be for brain, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know, brain fog. I don't know. All there's kinds a, of there, And there's a lot things. to that, but it's also like... You know how there is, you know, people talk about like when you eat yogurt, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's really, you know, it's good for the gut. You know, it helps, you know, um, you know, keep candida away. You know, there's all sorts of things, health things that are touted mm-hmm. by eating or drinking certain things. And it turns out that sometimes that's true. And sometimes because of like the pasteurization process, there's no way that's true. It's just yeah. something that, you know, maybe it's not FDA approved or whatever that you can claim. And then mm-hmm. in the fine print on the back of the label, it's like not FDA approved. I know. So there's, there's a lot, a, there's of, a lot of that stuff. Days. And I feel like it, it it needs to work for you. You know, it does. It, and the thing is, but even even let's say you drank one. I don't even know if you're having such a small amount, like such a trace amount of these shrooms. Like, is it even effective? I don't know. I don't either. You know? Yeah. Anyway. I mean, the whole, you know, micro dosing thing. Yeah. Popular in certain circles. I mean, I'm not on that train, but I also like, I have um, upstairs in my apartment, I have some um, matcha tea that's, uh, you know, supposed to be like, you know, with cordyceps in there. Uh-huh, like totally. for your, your health. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't hurt, then okay. I don't. It I doesn't. Know. It doesn't bother me to isn't ingest. It funny how these things just go in these waves. It's like these trends. These like it's so bizarre how it all kind of. Well, a lot of it is through. designed to sell things. I know, and that you know, and but again, you know, people have such different. I mean, I've got friends who have dairy allergies or gluten allergies mm-hmm. or, or maybe not even allergies, intolerances. I know there's a difference. Um, I luckily, well, I probably do have some, but <laughs> I've never really been able to pinpoint them. But like, mm-hmm. luckily, it's n- never anything where I'm like, ooh, I ate that awful thing with dairy yeah. in it that I shouldn't have. And now I'm like very, very ill. Uh-huh. Um, but that happens. So it's like, if you find the thing that works for you, then great yeah um you know maybe it's not making you smarter maybe it is but if it's not making you sicker then i think it's a win oh yeah definitely and if you enjoy it and it's not hurting anybody and it's not hurting your gut then right like you're not like sitting there like after a cup of the tea i just mentioned like i'm not like tripping no. Well, of course not. I don't yeah. feel well, any different at all, to be honest. It's not like psilocybin in there, but I would say that my only concern with this stuff, and I do take some supplements that aren't FDA approved, and I sometimes think when I take them in the morning, I'm like, man, we're going to hear a couple years down the road that this such and such, you know, gut probiotic thing that I've been taking for, for like a year now 
is like, you know, really bad for you. Cause like, that's what you yeah. heard. Like in hi historically there were, you know, milk was bad for you. Eggs were bad for you and all these things. And, and then it changes. Yeah. It just depends yeah. on what's going on in the world. And I don't know, we're, we're not research, a very trustworthy yeah. species, species sometimes. There are times, like, I remember, <laughs> this is so random, but we are random on the show, so let's keep it up. I remember <laughs> at random. one point, you and I, because I'm a, I run hot, as a, mm -hmm. like, I'm a hot girl, obviously, yeah. but like, I hot physically blue. run hot, especially uh -huh. at night. <laughs> and I remember you and I, Heather, talking about, like, different deodorants, and you were like, oh, I don't do antiperspirant, <laughs> I only do deodorant because antiperspirant isn't good for you, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, it's like because of, like, the metal or whatever, uh -huh. like, it's, like, has been linked to not great, um, you know, uh, uh, like, dementia stuff, yeah. and... Um, you know, I was sort of like, well, <laughs> I need to not sweat all day, so I guess I'll just take my chances. Yep. Just the other day, um, I was talking to somebody else um, because they had uh, gotten a, a, a certain deodorant brand that I had not heard of. And I was like, wait, there's no antiperspirant in here, though. Did you get it wrong? And they were like, <laughs> no, no, I don't do antiperspirant. It's not good for you. And mm. I, I, you know, it reminded me exactly of the conversation that you and I had. Not that, <laughs> that you funny? were the first person to say that to me. Sure, but it that's just, the one that It was stuck just out. something where I was like, okay, let's think about all the times that we just kind of like say, eh, know, I'm willing to take I my know. chances because it has to work for me like now. Yeah, because nothing we know this now at this age, and more and more, it's like banging my banging it over my head is that nothing is perfect and there's all gonna there's gonna be pros and cons to everything so yeah you have to kind of pick and choose you know like i'm going to i'm gonna have this vice of um you know having my wine you know three to five times a week if i want to you know i might just have a right. glass or whatever yeah. but yeah okay a little amount is bad for you too i guess now that they say i'm still gonna drink it well, because you know it what i gotta enjoy my life I mean, I well, just sure. read something the other day about, you know, Resveratol is good for and, you. you know, how great, you know, a very small amount of red wine is for you, even though red wine personally gives me a horrible headache, no matter how much I drink. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, great. <laughs> well, it makes sense, though. If you think about, we are not robots. I say this a lot, but we aren't. We're, we are, um, Individuals. you know, flesh and blood. We make mistakes. We, we are smart creatures in a lot of ways and we we've come up with some brilliant ideas and and things but we're just there's not a perfect answer to anything other than the sun's going to go up and the sun's going to go down the yin and the yang yeah that's all once I can the sun really doesn't come up of. then let's worry I'm but yes I'm hi hipping out here sarah i know we totally <laughs> we totally are i mean listen i'm i'm a person who even though i love sparkling water um, I have a soda stream. Like I'm also like a tap water drinker. I just don't give a fuck. You know, here's the thing about the soda stream. I, I'd like a little little moment here to have a, a little sidebar about that that little machine. So I was gonna buy one for my boyfriend's. I was I think it was his birthday back in February, and I looked at them at Target, and I was like, yeah, because we drink a lot of Waterloo's mm -hmm. and various like sparkling water. I'm like, well, why don't we just make our own, and then we don't have to like throw the cans away. But my, my issue with it ultimately was that it's just another appliance to have on the counter to f clean the filters, to replace the filters, to, like something Well, and you, you have, have to have do. the canister to yes. make, like, that's the thing. I used to, <sighs> so I heard about the SodaStream, which uh, I know there are other brands, but for anybody who's like, what are you talking about? It basically makes sparkling water out of the non-sparkling water. 
Yeah. Right. And you can also it. do that with like, I don't know, orange juice if you want to make mm -hmm. it sparkly type thing without having to manually it add just it like puts yourself. oxygen in it. Right. Right. But you need a canister in order to do that. It doesn't mm -hmm. just magically happen. And I didn't really <laughs> that realize cool? that. Mm -hmm. I have one now. It was gifted to me. Really, really nice gift. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have it. But like you said, it takes up space. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to, like, put it away. Like, I drink sparkling water, like, every day. Like, I don't want to, like, treat it like, I don't know, uh, 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 like, a, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of a one task. of the many things that I, I don't want to look at on my counter about. all the time. Yeah, it's so totally. Like, I have a food processor that uh, food I got processor, for my birthday. Good example. Yeah, and it's like, I don't have it on the counter because it does take up space, so I put it in the cabinet. But, like, last night's a great example I made pasta and I made this yummy like asparagus chicken, like asparagus in the garden. Look at you. Greens. Yeah. Like everything was like kind of homemade. Um, I mean, I didn't grow my, I didn't raise my own chickens, but you get the point. And then um, I, but I got, I got like Rao's like tomato sauce in the jar and, and we were talking about it at dinner and I'm just like, oh man, I totally forgot. I could have just used my food processor so easily and made my own sauce, yeah. you know, and I forgot because it wasn't right there. And it was just like easier to just get something packaged. But there's also like a like a um, yes. So I'm with you on that. My food processor is currently in a corner of my kitchen. My kitchen is not large, mm -hmm. um, but you know it works for me. But it's in the corner of my kitchen that I I don't need that corner, and it's fully because I don't have really room for it in a cupboard, and it's yeah. heavy, and it's just like one more thing to like put away. I've talked to friends over the years, like people have different schools of thought, like what should a kitchen, like a living kitchen, a kitchen that you uh -huh. really use, like let's say yep. you, you cook, you know, mm -hmm. you want to be in the kitchen, you want to experiment, you want to have fun in there, like what does your kitchen look like? I'm mm -hmm. sort of of the thought of anything I'm using more than a couple times a week stays out. Yeah, 100%. Because putting it away every time, like I know it yeah. looks pretty, but like who is it looking pretty for? This is why I don't use my juicer. And it's like, I want fresh juice. I end up getting fresh juice, like like carrot juice, you know, beet, you know, apple, that kind of thing. And I get it at my little local co-op and I just buy it because I also just like cleaning all this stuff. It's the upkeep. And I think it's hard to keep up with all the things every day. Like even just in the morning, the first thing I do, like I've said on the show, ad nauseum about my espresso maker, I make my espresso, but it's a process. I have to, you know, I got to fill it with water. I'm, I have to steam the milk. I have to like pack it. Like it, it's, it's not like it's hard. It's a ritual. It's, just, it's a it's fun a one because you know what you're getting, but like, it's not, it's not like a plug I don't and play do it all situation. Like, I don't want to just like, and then an hour later, make a juice, get out the gear and like wash <laughs> right. it. It's just like, it's just, it You kind of have up. to pick and choose. You pick and choose. Exactly. And I, I can see myself. It's funny. You, you mentioned uh, the triggering of memory talking to me about this stuff. I remember you telling me about how your mom sets up her coffee maker at night just so it's like so easy. It's just like a button. And I'm like, I'm going to be like that one of these days where oh, I'm going to give up my got, espresso it's got, machine. It's gotten worse. I don't uh -oh. know that we've talked about this. And Linnell, uh -oh. I love you so much. You're the best mom in the world, but I'm going to blow up your spot. So my mom, <laughs> not only uh does not grind her coffee beans right before uh making the pot of coffee which is the best way to do it yes used to be the night before 
um because she's like who wants to grind beans you know when you wake up and you're awake for five minutes like who wants to do that i'm like well i do because <laughs> it means it's fresher and she's like oh please Tastes better you know you don't know like once the you know coffee is brewed you don't know the difference and i'm like probably true but yeah. i you know want to do that she no longer even buys whole beans. She buys yeah. already ground coffee because she can't be bothered. Yeah, I mean, and I you know think what? That's what happens. I salute you. I salute, I salute you. you too, Linnell. Always and yeah. forever. <laughs> I mean, I can't, like I'm not ready for that yet. But no, I, I'm not ready. I, I, I probably am going to be there. But you can point. wrap your head around that time is one of these days. Hopefully, further down the road. Um, please. Uh, I beg of you. But Sarah, um, so uh, what else has been going on at the old homestead? Anything oh. exciting? Well, you know, this is sort of like, okay, I don't want this to be like a really sad story, but y'all know that I'm moving. Um, the owners of where I'm living are selling the property. Um, I've known this for some time and, you know, there's been some, you know, things that have happened, you know, because you got to get ready and all that stuff. And um, what did happen, um, and, you know, this is not me, like, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, and I don't think I am. Um, so <laughs> if, if you disagree with me, please email us at have such a good day.com. Mm -hmm. But um, the other day, I, um, I, I left, you know, I, because I work at home, like, there are days where I, don't ever leave the property. Like mm -hmm. if I don't need groceries or coffee beans or, you know, whatever, I just kind of don't leave. Um, unless, you know, maybe I'm walking Otis the dog or whatever. And as I'm driving out, there's this big for sale sign, like right by the mailbox, like clear as day, like, like, whoa, you know? And I immediately like texted my landlord, um, and, you know, the, the realtor is a nice person and, you know, it, it, I've been working with him and, you know, we've been kind of, you know, just, you know, figuring out like what's best for everybody type thing, you know, mm -hmm. in our sort of limbo situation that we're in. But I didn't hear anything about this. So I texted my landlord. I'm like, did you know about this? And he was like, well, I mean, I didn't know exactly where he was going to put it. But I mean, that's kind of what happens when you sell a property. And I was like. No, I, I know. It just, it, 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 like, there's, like, a big stake in the ground. And, like, a yeah. big sign. And, like, someone was out there for, like, more than five minutes. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't know, you know? And it just, like, feels weird, you know? Yeah. Like, I felt, like, I don't know, like, violated in a weird way. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, and so, so that's going on. And now, um, because the sign is out there, you have no idea how nosy my neighborhood is. Now, I love I love my neighbors. Well, I don't love all of them. Some of them are totally psychotic. But I love most of my neighbors. And I know a lot of them. I've gotten to know them. You know, I walk my dog two or three times a day, you know, or, you know, I'm coming and going. And, and you know, we see each other at, you know, the market and, and whatever. And, you know, within like 12 hours of that sign being put up, I got no less than four texts from neighbors. Some of those neighbors, I'm like, how did you even get my number? And it was like, oh, so-and-so gave me your number. Desiree down the street told me that, you know, this was your number. Is it okay oh, that Desiree. I texted you? Oh, Desiree. <laughs> that, that didn't really bother me. But it was basically people being like, well, why are you leaving? 
because a lot of people don't realize that I don't own this property. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? They think I just, because I'm the one who lives here. Mm-hmm. Other people come and go, Airbnb stuff, but it's like, if you don't really know me that well, you don't know my situation. You yeah, don't know that sure. it's not just like my friends coming for the weekend type thing. You know, mm-hmm. and oh, you know, I can't, I can't believe you're already selling. You know, where I'm like, you know, it's been three and a half years that I've lived mm-hmm. here. I have not lived anywhere besides living with my parents as a child for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. My entire adult life. It was always like two years or less. And that's not less. that long. It's not that long. But like to me, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like you're t- mm-hmm. you're saying that I'm already leaving? Like I just got here. I feel that way. I think COVID has a lot to do with it because it has messed with, you know, our, our clock mind in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also like just like my like weird health issues like my life has been weird for the last three years (laughs) no bones about it I think Um, a lot of people can relate to that totally so yeah and yeah I'm certainly not alone but um but yeah so a lot of you know a lot of people kind of just being like they're nosing around what yeah like what's up so what um and I won't go on and on about this because, you know, there's probably more to the story. We'll talk about it next week. But um, there's going to be an open house um, of mm. which my apartment will be part of. And, you know, I already said to the realtor, like, should I, like, take down, like, personal photos? Like, I don't I, – I know that I can't be there. You know, I'll get my cat and my dog out of there and, you know, I'll, I'll deal. You know, I, I can mm-hmm. I can do that. But, like – they're gonna take picture. Like p- people will do that. Yeah, it's and like a that. That's weird. Like, but also personal. like I'm not required to stage my house because I already live in it. But mm-hmm. I also don't. I don't want people to like see my personal life. You know. Yeah. And you know, I had um, talked to the landlord, and he was like, "I mean, Sarah, I think this is pretty standard." And I'm like, "I know, I know, I know, it is." And I've been through this before, in fact. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've been a tenant when a place was getting sold before I moved yeah. out. Before, you know, where, like, I had to just be like, okay, we're going to have an open house. And I'll either, mm-hmm. like, be here and, like, nice in the corner or just get out of here. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very strange, it's a very strange uh, end of an era that we're dealing with right now. Yeah, I was going to say, right it's now. like, you're kind of inching toward this, like, this thing you've been knowing is going to happen and now it's finally starting to happen. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like the reality has really set in. The reality is reality. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's what's going on at our homestead, but what's going on at yours? Well, um, we, you know, we, we got back from the desert about, a, I guess a week and a half ago and it was a, you know, it was a great trip. I, I didn't talk much about it. I don't think, but, um, uh, you know, it was, it was a lovely, it was a lovely little spring break, I guess. And, you know, we were, my, Elijah, my boyfriend was a little nervous about leaving Frank, the dog, Frank, uh, the tank, I like to call him. He's a Chihuahua terrier that he found in <laughs> Pasadena, little tank. little tank. He's a tiny little tank, tiny little duder. And, um, he basically just approached his car 15 years ago in Pasadena. Just, it was a completely random thing. My uh, Elijah was not looking for a dog, um, but he he kind of just like immediately they just bonded, you know. And so it's been this buddy of his for I mean fifteen going on sixteen years. So you know he was part of the family. I mean I've only 
known of Frank for, let's say, close to four now. Uh, I met him in L.A. and, you know, it was a it was a fast love. And, uh, you know, he's I, I'm not used to having a dog. I've, I've I haven't had a lot of dogs myself. I, I've mostly had cats. But I mean, he he's the smallest uh, critter in the house. I mean, I have two cats that are like double his size. So he's a small dog and he did pass away. Um, we like I said, we were a little nervous about leaving because he was you know, he was his, some of his like eyesight and, you know, hearing was going over the last six months or a year, but he was still spry, you know, he was still kind of zipping around and, and he was fine. He didn't have any health problems, but mm -hmm. you know, we were just starting to get like, Hmm, maybe we shouldn't leave for very long. And you know, it's, yeah. it, it's kind of a, you know, it can be a slippery slope. And so when we came back, he was he was okay you know there was no emergency is just that that the week that i came back which was you know i guess last like a, a week ago yesterday and he just kind of started like every day he just kind of got a little worse and uh, basically some of his organs were failing and and it was you know it was it was just a slippery slope like i said and we knew you know we knew the day would come soonish but it could have been a couple more years i mean little dogs like that can live until 20. he was going on 16 lived a very good life like i said he wasn't sick he just kind of died of old age um we had to put him down and so it was this you know i've, I've only had to do that one other time with my cat oscar sarah you you remember because you of babysat course. yeah uh, or you cats at um, him. And, you know, it, it's been a long time since I did that. That was a long time ago. So like my memories are a little, um, a little faded, but you know, we had to go back, go to the vet. We made an appointment. Um, it was a whole thing. And, and th this was obviously way more impactful for Elijah because he's been in his life for 15 years um, and, uh, you know, more attached, even though I will say I was really surprised at the, the level of, kind of I don't know like I was sad I really I really was struck by how attached I was to him I don't I didn't really realize how attached I had gotten to him especially moving up here and you know the last couple of years the pandemic like he's just become such a part of the family you know and so you know it was it was a sad but kind of weirdly beautiful day on saturday when we put him down because you know obviously it's very heart-wrenching but we mm -hmm. we ended up burying him in our like heather garden in the back which is where oscar's buried i um you know you have to kind of keep these things light sometimes and i i had to i had to make the joke about it becoming a pet cemetery but um uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm going to miss the little dude, you know, he's, he's, he's got a great little spot in the sun, which he loved. And I'm going to miss, you know, his, you know, his little noises, his sighs and the little you nay -nay loved nails that dog. tapping on the hardwood floor. Yeah, no, yeah. he was, he was a special little guy. And the, I think, you know, the last thing I will say is that, you know, each of these animals, I mean, it really is so striking these experiences because every one of these animals is different they all are different little people and just you know he was a very unique little pooch and i mean you could say that about all your animals and i i would 100%. say that about every animal that i've ever had and every animal I've ever ever i've ever met so yeah it's always a hard hard like you know hurdle and time is the only thing that will help but you know that ritual where you you get up in the morning and you take him out and then at night you take him out and then you put him in the bed and then he sleeps with you and 
the morning and the evening it's just so strange it almost feels quiet around here yeah and he's like yeah. a tiny little tiny little dog but he really had a big a big heart and he filled the space in in a lot of like special ways so so we're kind of you know reeling from that um we'll be okay you know this is just what it is when you're when you have pets they don't have long lifespans and it's just life sarah so yeah, yeah i know it's it's i mean i i i always say to myself you know having cats and you know now a dog i'm like you know we're lucky if we get a decade yeah for sure and you know my cat sam who obviously you knew he lived to 12. my mm-hmm. cat lucy lived to 14. Mm-hmm. otis is yeah, well we don't totally know but he's like six ish okay you know ralphie the cat also don't know because he was a you know a um a shelter cat he's probably eight to nine years old mm-hmm. like i know what i'm signed up for yeah. but it doesn't hurt any less no you know, it doesn't when it's you're like oh time. man like you're part of you're part of me yep. you know and i'm part of you and you know it's so sad when you're like it's like your purpose your identity like he's ingrained into your yeah I mean, and really you know it's quite and their little you know idiosyncrasies which totally. you know every animal has for better and worse uh heather's cat uh attacked her right before we started yeah i literally have i'm still like um uh, dabbing the blood off my hand yeah yeah well we'll talk about it on another show but um yeah but yeah it was it was a bit of a dramatic start um but you know life is strange life can be really strange sarah as as we talk about on the show a lot yeah Um, uh, (laughs) here here Yes. And, and the, and the surrealness, and I think, you know, losing a pet and experiencing what that, that I guess, philosophical, psychological experience of losing a pet, it's very surreal and, you know, really makes you uh, appreciate um, the important things. And, you know, lately I will say, um, speaking of weirdness, um, I, I, <laughs> I, I am catching myself saying some of these things a lot lately, you know, just kind of like, well, the dark comedy keeps writing itself. And um, I guess I <laughs> in another episode of The Twilight Zone or a Todd Salons movie, you know, or, you know, it's, it's like it starts to feel there's there's times that feel so extra bizarre. And I don't know. And, and I think that's probably normal in the universe. We, we live in a strange universe and, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe you know maybe the earth is indeed spinning out of control like you know you read a lot about post-pandemic just stuff and climate change you know maybe we're spiraling a little bit i don't know maybe i had too much mushroom coffee um you know maybe maybe (laughs) it's just like age maybe it's like you see too much like you're you're witnessing you know sort of a depth of reality that you you aren't used to um and you know i think for me what the reason why i bring this up is because you know, it's been two and a half, three, two and a half years since I've been running this business up here in the Northlands um, for my dad. This is my dad's business. And, right, you know, right. I knew that every year would have kind of a theme. You know, it's like I got us to this point. We are, we uh, are, you know, I, I don't know if I'd say we're well oiled, but like I've got this handled. However, yeah, you know what you have to do, however hard it to is, get the job you're done. doing it. Exactly. However, 
there's there's this new can of worms uh speaking of uh, an expression that i say a lot lately is <laughs> that um because we're at, like another phase and you know we have these properties that have been kind of band-aided over the years you know we have some of our buildings i found out recently one of our victorians is from like the the late 1800s so it has this old foundation you know and mm, and there's just these mm -hmm. things where it's like oh wow like didn't know there was a storage unit in that you know <laughs> that structure you know yeah. things that you're it's like very kind of unraveling more and more and more weirder stuff like whoa and you know we've been trying to meet with some new people to work with like contractors and that kind of thing and and every person we meet is just gets weirder and weirder like just the connections and just the cartooniness of it it's hard to explain you have to kind of be there in the room um but uh yeah just like one little problem that kind of turns into this very complex thing you have to navigate and, yeah. and it's just both i like my sister's up here right now and we both just like laugh about it we're just like this is just too much sometimes like are we are, are we like you know are we in a movie right now like we, it really kind of feels like that sometimes and yeah. yeah i don't know i i don't know if this is just like part of you know the pro maybe i watch too many movies you know like maybe i should have been a lawyer uh maybe i just need a massage i don't know email us at hi at have such a good day.com <laughs> let us know what you think maybe i just need a good night's sleep um and i need to cut back on the coffee i don't know but it's it's been a wild one what about you sarah do you do you have any extra weirdness abounding currently kind of well so i mentioned that um one of the um uh, well-documented side effects of chemo Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily every kind of chemo, but the kind of chemo that I had gotten for breast cancer was uh, a peripheral neuropathy. And so, you know, that means basically like extremities, like hands and feet mm -hmm. can go numb and or not work that well. And, you know, I never experienced any of that until... Probably about a, I'd say a solid month after mm -hmm. my last chemotherapy appointment to the point where I just thought like, well, that would suck. Glad I didn't get that, you know, got lots of other things, but I, but I did and it's actually gotten worse. I would not say this is debilitating because when I'm, um, vertical you know meaning like I'm sitting or standing up everything's fine it's when I lay down it doesn't mm -hmm. happen right away but um if I'm like comfy and cozy either on the couch or in bed or whatever but you know horizontal you know with a pillow mm -hmm. um I'll wake up you know go to sleep and I wake up later and my hands don't work and like it's not just like oh you know my hands don't work it's like i can't i can't feel them and they also hurt it's that's very, a strange feeling it's very hard to explain it's like there's like a pulsing uh pain but i also can't like i wouldn't be able to like pick my shoes up and put mm -hmm. them on and tie my shoes <laughs> god now once i stand up for a minute then things start you know flowing again and i'm good mm -hmm. 
but um but yeah it's pretty awful and I want it to go away as soon as possible and from what I've heard um and everybody cross your fingers and and your toes and, and knock on all the wood um that this is just something that is is we'll just pass. part of the deal yeah, yeah. I think um <clears throat> what sounds like for most people is this does pass mm-hmm. it's like three to five month you know just kind of shitty thing that happens yeah. um and then um a few people a much smaller uh, amount of people say oh well, it never went away so i don't know i'm sure like some exercise or some like pt like or not necessarily pt but just some kind of no uh, i'm already doing pt oh you are okay yeah you know it's you know it's just in the interest of full disclosure telling y'all about it um it fucking sucks you know and i knew what neuropathy was before kind of just because i'd heard of it especially with like people who have like type 2 diabetes, very, very common thing that you get, especially in your, you know, legs and feet. Um, I did not know how awful it was um, to the point that, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get past it. But, yeah. but. I think you will. I think you will. Thank you. Um, I do too. And we will keep on the up and up. We will. We will. <laughs> At least we'll try. Sarah, um, do you want to read an email that we got from a... <laughs> yes, Heather, I do. <laughs> um, this, is, this is a great one. This comes from JF. Um, uh, JF told, told us their name, but, you know, I'll, I'll keep it to what you, uh, you, uh, you, you signed your Revealed. email with. Yes. JF mm-hmm. says, I was super surprised to hear from Heather that there's been an opinion that French is on the uprise. JF is talking about our recent episode. If you didn't hear it, um, Heather said, uh, apparently, um, her French degree is not as, you know, throwaway as it used to be. JF says, the place of French here in Quebec, especially its precarity as the main language spoken by the majority of the population, has been a subject of constant debate for centuries at this point. Its usage is monitored and reported on almost daily in the news. For example, about a month ago, the Ministry of French Language posted a fake PSA on the status of the Peregrine Falcon. In the video, they use English words that are creeping into everyday Quebecois slang such as sick, insane, and sketch. (laughs) The goal was, of course, to liken the endangered status of the French in North America to the Falcon. The ad itself was met met with mixed reaction, but still made the rounds in Quebec media, both Anglo and Franco, for weeks. Experts, pundits, debating on panels, politician interviews, vox pox reactions, you name it. So, yeah, I was pretty surprised to hear <laughs> something about French being on the uptick. JF uh, concludes with, Heather, I'm curious about whether there was content in your Bachelor of Arts, the, you know, the college we got, specifically mm-hmm. about Canadian and Quebecois French, or its cultural and historical significance in North America, like Northeastern states demographics, Acadian deportation, New Orleans, etc. Cordialement. JF. JF, thank you for writing in about that. Super interesting. In fact, I just want to say really quick before I forget, you know, it sounds like there's the slang is happening, which happens everywhere. There's different slang in different regions. I'm not super familiar with the Quebecois 
French. It's it's a definitely kind of a different uh, dialect. Um, but the the fact that they're using like American slang, the sick, insane sketch. I love franglais, and it's it's kind of a um, a thing that I don't like to talk about that much because I know that like French people are very precious about you their language. You can get a little, yeah, get a yeah, little and irritated. It, yeah, I think it's, I can see how it would be irritating for like a French person, but it's so much fun because it, it, it's, it's just fun. I can't explain it. I just, I really enjoy, I do have a friend who is American and she speaks really good French. And so we franglais it up all the time. It's very fun. And I do love the slang, but um, in terms of studying Quebecois uh, culture and language, you know, what I really remember more vividly, funnily enough, than college French is high school. I remember studying Quebecois culture a lot in high school. Um, yeah, we. I, I, rem I remember my, you know, I was in sort of AP French like the last like two or three years of high school. And, you know, so we, I mean, he really, my teacher really covered the bases. Like I felt like we learned about all different kinds of you know, culture and society, any kind of French culture and society. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool. Like that's one of the reasons why I think I majored in French because I loved the the sort of diversity of like study, you know, of the, of the, not just the language, but the culture and society. I don't remember a lot specifically. Um, I, I haven't been to Quebec. I've been to Montreal, uh, but I would love to, to go one of these days. I know like some things about the food. You do learn a lot about food in French. Um, I even remember in my recent tutoring, we had like, I mean, so many chapters on like French African food, mm -hmm. like in French, like yeah. learning about how to speak about that type of food. So, you know, food is very important to French people and I would say most cultures, but um, I do recall a lot of food uh, speak, um, not as much like political stuff or, um, you know, I guess like you know, more like regional, regional types of like anecdotes and that kind of thing. But uh, I do know that it is definitely, I think if I did go to Quebec, it would be harder for me to speak and understand because of how different it is in terms of like a dialect. Um, or, or they'd say, yeah, you, you speak French, but like, we yeah. know you're not from around here. Exactly. I mean, Which I'm is, sure I mean, I sound very you know, American. Dialects, you know. I am... Um, you know, I, I have to say, like, the I, first of all, thank you so much for writing in uh, JF because I sometimes think about that too. I'm actually watching a show called 100 Foot Wave. I've talked about it before on the show. It's a surfer show. If you don't like surfers, don't even bother. But <laughs> we're in season two now. It's really good. And there are a lot of, um, because the, um, the, the, this is not a spoiler, but uh, the the main part of the show takes place at the certain wave break in Portugal. Um, so you get a lot of, you know, people speaking Portuguese. And I'm like, oh, it's so different than Brazilian Portuguese, mm -hmm. which Brazilians will tell you all day. And I kind of liken that to like, you know, if you live in Quebec and you're like, oh, yeah, the, you know, the like French French. Mm -hmm. is different than our French. Yeah. Even though it's the same language, like everyone's going to understand each other. But mm -hmm. but then, you know, you think like French is an official language in many uh, African countries. You know, mm -hmm. you got Cameroon, you've got Senegal, Rwanda, Niger, Mali, uh, Madagascar. 
mm-hmm. Cote d'Ivoire. I mean, the list goes on. So, so yeah, I think I think there's um, there's something to this, Heather. And I, because I love the language, I I love that for us. Yeah, no, I do too. And I um, I'm really glad that I'm, you know, st- I'm trying to stick with Duolingo. I am, you know, I, I've kind of. I've kind of been frozen for for like most of the week, but um, I'm trying to remember if Asterix and Obelix. It's a it's like a comic book series. A lot of the comic books, the famous ones like you know Tintin and whatnot. A lot of it are Belgian. I don't I don't mm. know which ones came from Quebec, but I remember reading some. So I'll have to like look into that. But yeah, thank you so much for writing in. Um, I really enjoy your emails, so keep them coming. Yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> No, no. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I felt, I felt your heart there, Heather, for a second. So I was like, hmm, yeah, let's let that breathe for a second. But um, just a reminder, we don't like to belabor this too much on every show, but we are directly supported by our patrons. If you would like to become a patron, first of all, if you are a patron, thank you so much. We love y'all. If you would like to become a patron, patreon.com, P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about doing that. Um, one of the fun things that you can do is jump into our Discord um, at the Patreon level of $5 or more uh, per month and have a little bit of a, you know, back channel conversation with us. Yes, actually, we're kind of talking about some TV shows, Succession and whatnot. Um I am behind an episode, so I'm, it's funny, I have not only like Discord, I know we have a spoilers channel, but I, I have a, a couple threads with some girlfriends talking about Succession, and I can't even, it like keeps like buzzing today, and I just, I can't look because I haven't seen the episode. Mm. So, um, yeah. Get on it, that. Heather. I know, I gotta get on it. I, I had a really busy day today. Hopefully it'll kind of wind down as the week goes on. I'll definitely have time this weekend. Um, but uh, but yeah, Sarah, it's been a it's been a good little yakety yak session with you agreed. as always. Agreed, agreed. And um, you know, one one more thing I'd like to to throw out there. I'm sure y'all can relate to this, but uh, I mentioned on the top of the show how dizzying it can be with all these subscriptions. And and I'm not just talking about subscriptions to things like Netflix and HBO, like streaming services. Um, but there's, you know, there's the audio music services like Spotify and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And then there's the podcasting services. Then there's Audible for like audiobooks. And then there's like my mushroom coffee that is an auto pay subscription. And then I've got my, my actual coffee subscription i get whole beans from a place in san francisco sarah you know it sight glass Ah, and it's on an auto pay and the problem is when you leave if i like i was gone for almost two weeks so i didn't drink i didn't drink any of the coffee here and then i got another shipment and now i have way too much and i forgot to like pause it. it it's like it's just inevitable to you know, you can't handle all this stuff. I mean, you just literally can't, you'd be spending all day, every day managing your subscriptions. And uh, half the time too, especially with streaming services, you know, I, I have many emails. I have I have about four emails at least, and I use all of them. And then sometimes I'll use a new email to 
get the 10% off or to, you know, get the free mm-hmm. month or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and that. then I forget <laughs> which email I used and I can't even log in anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't even, and, and half the time, I don't even know where to cancel <laughs> my service because it's either it's in like the iTunes or it's a Google Play thing or it's, you know, on the website itself, like the showtime. It's so confusing. And so then I just throw my hands up and I just let them ride. What do you do, Sarah? Well, um, sometimes the same as what you've described. Um, there are other times where I'm like, I like give myself a calendar reminder, like yeah, one I day before this, cancel yeah. if you don't like it. Um, then that doesn't always work. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, most recent one that really uh, boiled my blood was Adobe. I had signed up for... It was Adobe, not Acrobat, because it's not, I, I don't even remember, but it was something where I was like, oh, this is like the best way for me to like annotate um, like PDFs kind of thing. Yeah. But I had to pay for it. And I was like, oh, I'll just like, you know, sign up for the free trial and like do a couple of things like for tax purposes and then, you know, bounce out of there. Did not read the fine print. And it mm-hmm. turns out that like my, my, um, you know, my penalty for signing out, like, or, you know, for, for, uh, canceling it, like before, like the year was up was more than what I would pay for the year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's no reason to do that. But I was like, ah, Adobe foiled again. Yeah, totally. I hate you I guys. Know. You know, I like, know. come on. Like you knew what you were doing. You knew what yeah. you were doing. Of course. And, and of course. I played right into your hand. You know, and I noticed too, like when you first become a member, like, like I've noticed with my coffee, my two coffee subscriptions, they, they used to give you sort of like a, a, a heads up email. We're about to ship your next yeah. order and then you have time to edit or cancel or whatever. They yeah. don't do that anymore. And so now I'm just like, holy crap. Like I've, I've, <laughs> I have, uh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. I gotta like sit down and like write all of them out on a piece of paper. Cause I can't even remember half of them sometimes. It's, eh, it's something that we can talk about, uh, you know, on a later episode, um, you know, because we're, we're kind of winding down here, but I think it's a fun conversation. If and if you all have any thoughts, please don't hesitate to email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. I'm trying to resurrect our Instagram. And I saw that, I, I, Heather. I miss it. And I miss you know it. what? Yes. Let's do it. It's Why not? HSGD show. show. At HSGD show. Instagram. And join us. Um, (laughs) Well, um, speaking of episodes, 187 is in the camp. I had fun. We hope y'all did too. Um, Until 188. I don't know. I'm trying to think of it. 200. What are we going to do? We're getting so close. I know. Every every week I'm like, I'm I'm ready. I am so ready. Once we get to 190, I'm going to be like, holy fucking shit. We're almost to 200, 200 episodes years. Like it's been like four years, I think. Uh, started in 2017. That's when we started. (sighs) I remember. I remember. Let's, we're going to keep on chugging. All right. As long as you guys let us. Yep. Yep. As long as you're all here for the ride, we will keep on chugging until next week. I will remain Sarah. And I will be Heather forever. 
Have such, such a, a good, good day. day. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.